0: This is going to sound like like a baby man thing, yeah. but I like applauding grooms. Yes. Let's bring applauding grooms back. I think that's Please. cool. It was never here. Let's just like start it. Because uh, they also
1: applauded the bride. We also applauded the bride, but I've never heard anybody applaud the groom.
0: I mean, generally speaking, don't you like it when people get applauded in public?
1: Oh, it's always a win.
0: Like pilots when they land the plane. No. Hello and welcome to episode number 541 of the podcast. I'm your host, Nox McCoy.
1: And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden.
0: The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy we are committed to educating you on things entertained but do not matter.
1: To find out more about these eminent pursuits, check us out at NoxandJamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast. And we are on Twitter. We don't call it its real name at Popcast pod.
0: Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking the Smooch, Mary, and Kills of February.
1: But before we do that, today is the last day. Not of all the days, probably. What if it was? What if I said it and then it was? But we would I wouldn't get credit because it would be the last day. No, no my, in
0: my dying act, I'd upload the episode. I'd be like, thank people want to know. Oh my know. gosh,
1: thank you. Yeah. For anybody who, like, left behind. Sorry. Sorry Just about it. Just commuting through the
0: apocalypse this would be like a a nice little passenger, you know?
1: That's right. That's right. So today is the last day. Seriously, our five-episode princess collection goes back into the vault. So if you want to snag this critically and commercially celebrated series, and by that, I mean people have said nice things about it, and there are now more than 7,000 annual B5s in our Patreon community. And even though today is the last day to access it, it is not the last day to enjoy it. Once you snag these episodes, they're yours to listen to forever. It's your own happily ever after. Simply head to noxandjamie.com slash annual to learn more and let us hold your hand as you become an annual BFOTS. And listen, if you do not love your experience, we will refund 100% of your dollars. That's how confident we are that you'll love it. Noxandjamie.com slash annual. The link is in the show notes.
0: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your borough purchase at borough.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash ACAST. All right, Jamie, we are going to talk the smooch, the marys, and the kills of February uh, as a way to help out our listeners uh, and guide them yes. on uh, what awaits them. Um, uh, before we do that, though, uh, I I feel like it's always very helpful just to get a sense of this isn't really like pop cultural, but it's just like life cultural and, yeah. you know, kind of talking about like general vibes like for you on the month of February.
1: So for me, it is a mid-tier month. I mean, it's not it's not the best. It's not the worst. Right. Here's the thing. It is a full month of winter. So I'm not down with that. I I like I know it's the last one, but I'm really ready for us to move on. From the cold. Um, It's the shortest month, but I do like that it also sometimes is like, I have an extra day. Do you like me? Like, I like that. I like that it's Black History Month. So, Black History gets one extra day. Right. Congratulations to y'all. Reese's Hearts, it's my best friend's birthday. It's Galentine's Day, Mm. Groundhog Day, President's Day, which I'm not really into presidents anymore. I'm post president.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's yeah. what's and really
0: driving that? Like what, what's what's moving you into just that? the yeah.
1: election in general. I just okay. don't like presidents at all. You're like, and, I'm gonna get my fill of uh,
0: presidents in November. I don't really need them in February.
1: Yeah, I don't need them now. It's on my mm. birthday. Election day is on my birthday. Do you know how horrible that is? That's not I good. hate it. I don't like it. And I do like February because sometimes we get the Olympics, which is mm. super fun. And uh and I also like, look, you know what February does? It answers the question of January. January was like, Can I be a better person? And February is like, no. No. And I like that some of those loftier ambitions that we adopted were like, do I really want to ride a unicycle around my neighborhood? No, I do not. Yeah. And so we just put it away. We take it to Goodwill, we leave it in the garage, we do whatever. So that I February is cool. I'm cool with February. February is cool with me.
0: I do. I th- I think that's a good that's a good point as like February is the the monkey wrench in things because yeah. the number of days is wrong, right? You spell it <laughs> right. weird. It's Presidents right. Day, but it's also like Abraham Lincoln birthday, I think. Also uh, George Washington birthday, so like they crowd it out, but it is like that the wasteland that breaks you. It's almost like um when you get into Leviticus, when you're trying to read through the Bible in a year. Right. And Leviticus is like, "Ha, I will break you. Good luck with this."
1: <laughs> and I feel like does it happen? In, it feels like it might happen in February. Like if you're yeah. reading the Bible through, you're like, "Uh-oh, I'm out of gen-. like all the plot is gone. Yeah. Like, it's over. Like, you're out but, of genocide. Oh, did you, you like individuals?
0: Did you like writing, like, through their story and, like, using them as an avatar? That's done now. We're talking about <laughs> menstruation, do's and don'ts. Mostly <laughs> don'ts, by the way. <laughs> I, I had a couple tips I wrote down. I was like, if I was trying oh, to good. advise someone, like, how to get through February, like, what would I, what would I recommend? Okay. So, I would say, like, um, number one, I would just go ahead, steer into the cold. OK, it's cold, oh. right? Like if yeah. you're if you're, you know, United States listener, it's cold. Um, you can't get around it. You can't avoid yep. it. So just like instead of like trying to get around it, just steer right into the skid. You know, we've talked about True Detective uh, Night Country. It's a very cold show. It's a very weird show. So cold. Just go ahead and do it. Okay. Read books about cold places. Uh, we were um, uh, actually on currently reading another podcast. You have uh, a day pass to listen to it. Uh, so it was a great conversation. Uh, I think we, we've linked to it in social. Uh, you can find us um, uh, talking about it there. Uh, but in that episode, I got a recommendation about a book set in Antarctica. And it's just literally called Cold People. And it was a great rec. I already read it, I loved it. And it's just about really? ice, ice everywhere. <sighs> And I, I was reading it while I was freezing. And I was like, this is perfect. I don't want to read about warm in February. I want to read about beach in summer and cold in winter. And it just gives me like a sense of place. So I think that's that's a good idea. I think if you are romantically interested or entangled, do something before Valentine's Day. Because as a reminder, Valentine's Day was, it was invented to make you spend money. It's a trick capitalism. It's not a referendum right. on your love. It's like being in Times Square uh, on New Year's. It doesn't make sense. We've just been conditioned and influenced to feel like it makes sense. So don't fall victim to it. Don't look up and you're somewhere out to eat. You're at Oh Charlie's on the 14th and you're sharing a table with like a million other people. Do it like the weekend before, do it a few days before, and that works well.
1: And also this year, Valentine's Day is on Ash Wednesday, the beginning what? of Lent.
0: Bro. You do not
1: want you do not want to be out on, you gotta go on Fat Tuesday. Like you gotta do Fat Tuesday with your yeah. with
0: your lover. <laughs> That's just look also another tip, call your lover lover. Let's bring that back.
1: Let's bring it back. Why
0: make lovers it? great like, again, you know?
1: Yeah, like when the when the, when the the maitre d' says, how many do you have? Well, my lover and I make two. <laughs> so, like, just say it. Use Look, it.
0: there's I'm, we're going to talk about American fiction. I greenlit it. We'll talk about it later. Spoiler alert. Don't be a baby. Uh, like, <laughs> we're doing things out of order. But there's a line Sterling K. Brown delivers where he says, I've taken a lover. And Jeffrey ah. Wright's like, don't say that. And he's like, why? Are you a homophobe? Because his <laughs> car- like, it's Like, it's just an amazing exchange. I want... I don't know that I'm gonna do that, but I want I want to encourage other people to do that is call your romantic partner or lover. Actually, I'm gonna try not
1: to only that. I want you to on listen all month long, I want you to highlight your lover on Instagram and stories, yep. tag us. Tag yeah. us. But I've renewed with my lover, lover for this
0: year. I continue to be in a relationship with my, my lover. My
1: forever lover. Exactly. Like, stuff like I that. love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh yeah, last yeah. tip. Uh, and this is just for the whiteys out there. Um Uh-oh. if you yourself or someone around you or A lover you have says something like like under their breath. It's always under their breath. We don't get our own month of history. Just don't. Shut it. That's not even a good point because you do. You get 11 months. Also, at this point, it's an IQ test. You're either a stupid person who thinks that's true or you're a smart person who knows that's not true. So if if that's you, push it down. Push it way down. Talk to your better health person about it. Um, or if it's someone you love or a lover, stop lovering them. Uh and maybe you can correct them and be like, here's guys,
1: every true. month is a month for lovers and almost every month is white history month. So yeah. we're
0: good. I would argue this might be spicy. I feel like some white history even makes its way into February. Okay. So don't even <laughs> worry about that. White I think you're it might okay. be
1: that we're celebrating all those those 46 presidents, and only yeah. one of them is not white.
0: Um, okay. So those are vibes and tips. I feel like that's good. I feel like that's helpful. That's excellent uh, tips. Let's talk. If you're if you're new here or if you forgot, um, let's Explain the premise uh, of this episode. Um, you know, from time to time we do preview episodes, um, but those tend to get really like concentrated focus on either movies or TV or, or uh, reality TV shows or whatever. Um, so, what this is going to be is we're going to help guide you on the content within uh, February that we think you should either smooch, marry, or kill. Smooch obviously means something we think you should give a shot to. Uh, marry is something we think you should commit some time to. And kill is something that you should avoid or abandon. Again, we are uh, that's not literally kill. We are uh, against murder. That's a platform statement uh, of ours, among uh, yeah, other things. It's a
1: core uh, value.
0: It is a core value. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. It's on a banner. It's on our whiteboards. Uh, and we also uh, we do a, a, a smooch, marry, kill each week on uh, Instagram. That kind of guides you. Sometimes it's specific recommendations. Sometimes it's themed. Um, but that, if you're not seeing that on Instagram, uh, you should make time uh, to find that on Instagram so you can also uh, be educated each weekend. Yeah, uh, Jamie, understanding that. Uh, let's start with our smooches of February. Uh, what do you have?
1: Okay, so obviously Knox mentioned this is a a, a month for lovers, and so I want to point out two books that I recommend, depending on your approach to your. Lovers or past or future or present. So if you're really down with lovers and you are into romance, I'm going to recommend the book Sex, Lies, and Sensibility by Nikki Payne coming out February 13th. Now, this is a delightful, I've already read it. It's amazing. It will, a green light for life. This is about two sisters who roll up their sleeves to go to this beach town inn and they have to learn to work with the locals uh, and it's very spicy and it's a beautiful modern retelling of Jane Austen's Sense and Sensibility. So we have the sisters, Nora and Yan, which I love. I love Yan and Nora. And there's uh, my favorite line in the description of the book from the publisher is there are no other black people for miles. The place is abandoned, but at least no one will recognize her O face in the backwoods because one of the sisters has had a sex tape uh, leak and go viral. So um, it's a complicated tale. And there is Ennis, bear freeman i love that we didn't just call him menace we were like he has a nickname and it is bear but this story is fun it's sexy it's uh, the sisterhood relationship is so good so the romance is like but it they're they're sharing the stage so this was a great modern retelling nikki Payne does this a lot she's already done pride and prejudice that one was excellent this one is also a winner so that's if you love love if you hate love that i'm gonna recommend reading night watching by Tracy Sierra. It comes out February 1st. This is. Opens. And this is dark. I, and like Knox said. I, when I want. Win- like I think of winter as murder. And summer as sex. I don't okay. know why. Um And sometimes summer has murder, but winter feels like when... Because you're just sad. You would need more vitamin D, so you're more likely to murder. I don't think that's statistically accurate, but no matter. This starts out in this mother who is hiding in a tiny secret room in a New England home with her eight-year-old daughter and her five-year-old son. And they're trying to keep quiet because there is an intruder in the home. That's how we... Open our story, and they're very scared, and I was very scared. So this is a creepy book. I would read this in the daytime and leave it in the freezer. But as the story unfolds, we have our mother, Sierra, who is kind of flashing back to how did we end up here in this house with an intruder, and then of course more gets revealed about maybe there's a reason she hasn't called the police because maybe she knows who the intruder is. (gasps) Dun dun dun! Uh But it's a lot. How this the ending sticks the landing so beautifully. There's no gimmicks. It kind of uh, gets past all the sketchy tropes of a mystery thriller. And you are going to be sitting on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what Sierra is going to do next to escape this intruder. It's so good. But it's not for people who love love. You are going to be if you if you get annoyed by love, you're going to love this book. Okay,
0: this is you've got options. I think that's great. It's like a read option that you've executed flawlessly. But Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens refused right. to do, much to I my financial chagrin and everyone else's, <laughs> which we're not here to talk about. It's fine. Everyone's I do doing have
1: feelings fine. about it, though.
0: Also, can I borrow $16,000? Uh, we'll talk about it after <laughs> recording. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but th- let me ask this. I-, I looked up. I fact-checked you because uh, you said sometimes murder happens in the summer.
1: Fact. Oh, okay. That is
0: correct. You are correct. Okay. That-, that does happen.
1: Oh, my God. I did um, it, you guys.
0: D- uh, murder rates are generally higher in the summer, actually. It's, it's so, just
1: the humidity. If people, I, I would got guess nothing so. To do, I think yeah.
0: it's like uh, swamp. <laughs> that would be my first theory. Is like I should commit a murder because of this. It put like it pushes me over the edge. <laughs> Secondly, and this is topical because okay. we're you know we're talking about Sweet kill Killer February. Um, what month do you think most serial killers were born in? January. No, that is incorrect. Do you want to second guess? Leos. It's I, I Leo's. refuse to acknowledge that. I refuse to acknowledge that answer. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: Maybe June, Cancer.
0: No, incorrect. I said topical is- because. Uh, oh no, it's, it's November. November. Uh- it's you. <laughs> it's me. Do Listen. you know double the amount of serial killers are born in no. November than any other 100%. month?
1: Now, as a reminder, I went over astrology facts, and the most victims were killed by. mean they're so mean
0: i'm not engaging i'm writing the timestamp down so i can play <laughs> clown music uh i i don't know what any of that means i just thought that was very interesting but i like having options with my books Either well i'm just saying
1: love love. if you are a capricorn or a scorpio i would not make the other your lover because okay. it's gonna be real mean in your house real mean
0: uh the thing i want to smooch in uh january uh is a movie it's called drive away dolls uh this is a movie uh by uh i i guess I don't know what the plural of Co- Cohen is. The plural, so Koai. I don't know what a singular Cohen is. <laughs> this is one of the Cohen brothers, Ethan Cohen. Um, uh, but this is essentially it's a it's comedy. It's almost I don't want to call it slapsticky because it's not slapsticky, and I don't really like slapsticky. It almost feels um buddy buddy road trip movie caper caperish. You know? Yeah. No, uh, I like that. Kind of got like an older sensibility but modern lens, uh, and it follows uh, two uh, uh, m- main characters, Miriam. Uh, and Jamie, uh, played by Margaret Qualley, uh, and Mary uh-huh. is played by Geraldine uh, Viswanathan. Uh, and uh, essentially, they are looking for a fresh start uh, and they want to go on a road trip to Tallahassee, which um, that detail tells me everything I need to know about this. You know, if, you, if, if you're like, I need new and better, I'll yeah. go to Tallahassee. I understand everything about you and I understand the flawed nature of your hopeless quest, you know, uh, but obviously <laughs> hijinks ensue. Things go awry. Uh, they're forced to interact with criminals uh, accidentally uh, because of something that happened uh, in transit. This movie beyond the, the Cohen aspect um, is uh, if you watch the trailer, uh, I was interested in Margaret Qualley, uh, Qualley's accent because she's going full Southern uh, and full it passed my southern. muster test. You know, I haven't seen the movie, yeah. obviously, so I, I reserve judgment until I I, I see it, um, but I liked what I heard so far. Uh, you've got a Pedro Pascal uh, uh, appearance, and it feels yeah. cameo-ish, which is my favorite thing for like a big star mm-hmm. to do. Uh, you've also got um, the 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 trailer is riddled with the Cohen like dry humor sensibility, which I think is it can be hit or miss, but it's really hit uh, in this so far. And then the rest of the cast, uh, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, Margaret Qualley, uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. Uh, she's a uh, uh, she was in miracle workers on tbs which was excellent yes beanie feldstein shows up uh uh, matt damon's in this bill camp coleman domingo uh it's a really good kind of murder's row uh uh, uh, of actors kind of had a nice guys feel to me the the russell crowe ryan gosling um Uh, yeah that's good you know kind of dated but also uh really textured uh i was really excited Did you watch the trailer have you seen this
1: I did watch the trailer because like because it was on like a list of you know the movies coming out and I just loved their vibe. Yeah. And I did see that the movie the movie was originally called Driveaway Dykes. Okay. Okay. And I was like, oh, so they didn't want to keep that. Focus yeah. Features was like, let's call them dolls. Which either way, I'm in.
0: Do you it think drive away dykes, they were like, this might do too good in China? Let's chill it out. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: They're like, we don't want to over we don't want Americans to feel yeah. less than.
0: The South and China might just like overwhelm the movie theaters. So let's change the name a little bit. That
1: might've been an issue. I wanted
0: to check like this, uh, you know, I feel like Margaret Qualley, she has been orbiting, um, uh, not our pop cultural consciousness, but she feels like one of those big deal people, um, about to break through in a big way. I don't know if this is the vehicle necessarily, but I wanted to get a sense. Like I, I was trying to think through her trajectory Like, see if we could pattern recognize, like, who does she remind you of? Or what kind of career um, does she have going? I've got two options for you to consider. I don't know that they're correct. um, But I kept thinking of, this is not like a a leading lady type person. Although I think she has leading lady talent, right? So she usually seems to kind of um, be on the periphery character-wise. And because of that, I feel like she does really good work. Like, I always like when she shows up. You know, obviously, I think she was main character of Maid. Uh, which was TV, I think. Um, yeah, it I think was, and it she works. was nominated
1: for an Emmy. Yeah, that's
0: right. So, uh, so I think she's really, really good. She's a uh, a really talented Nepo baby um, situation. But I kept coming back to Renee Zellweger and Amy Adams. Do you d- does any of that make sense to you when you hear it?
1: Well, I secretly hope more for Amy Adams than for Renee, only mm. because Renee was like was so hot and fire, and then yeah. disappeared yeah. because. Hollywood did not know what to do with a woman that was hugely popular in 2001. And yeah. now it's 2021. They were like, oh, no, you're too old. But now I think Hollywood has started to figure out like, oh, women still do stuff after 38. That's yeah. fascinating. And so I like I do like Amy Adams, the vibe, because for those who don't know, Margaret Qualley is the daughter of Andy McDowell. That's right. Um, Who is not a career you want to mimic. No, 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 but it feels like she was
0: stuck in that. Like I'm, I'm attractive enough to be a leading lady, but I didn't, I don't know that Andy McDowell had the chops, whereas I feel like Mark Qualley does, but it feels like she's being really intentional about picking offbeat, interesting, uh, working with interesting people and offbeat roles to work with.
1: Yeah. Because on her, she's got a a horror film coming up with weirdly Demi Moore and Ray Liotta. Yeah. Which I'm interested in. And then she's also going to be in the next Your Ghosts, Emma Stone movie.
0: Oh, I don't love that. Ray Lio- Okay, no? Ray Liotta. No, uh, this is not disrespect. Ray Liotta, still out there cooking. And I feel like we had his in memoriam at the Oscars like six years ago. Are we okay with that?
1: Like, I don't know why this film got delayed. Like, why has it? Because he died. Guys, he died almost two years ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he was doing like pharmaceutical ads. And then I thought that a- was I- it
1: for him. What if this is Ray Le-
0: Ray I Leota? I- Boom! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. I'm back in, baby.
1: You're back in. Cause Ray Leota, we saw he had some he saw some stuff. He had some stuff to do. He wasn't finished.
0: Yeah. He here. look, good that was like a billion years ago, but whatever. But he was in the Sopranos uh, origin. Uh, and he was really good in that. He I legit was really good in that. So
1: Yeah. So, um okay, okay,
0: what else he got to smooch for February?
1: Okay, my next smooch is uh, a new album that's coming out in February. Look, there's, uh, there's some, uh, we're going to get to the kill album because there is mm-hmm. a kill album. Oh, big time. But my smooch one is from Brittany Howard. It's her second solo album. Brittany Howard, who was the lead singer of the Alabama Shakes, I have, I'm obviously biased. She is from Alabama. She has four Grammy wins nine nominations. This album, which comes out February 2nd, so this week, the first two singles are so good. I just like turned them up loud and did my house stuff. And it just has like this perfect like blues rock funk to it. And her voice is a killer every time. And so she wrote this during, uh, she went through a divorce. She uh, moved to Nashville. She had another breakup so many lovers so little time and this is the album that came kind of came out of the pandemic and I love a pandemic album because Mm. it's like who you talk about you talk about Fauci you talk about your ex-wife I don't know and I like it and so this is the album that I highly recommend Brittany Howard Alabama Shakes iconic they won many Grammys I like her vibe because you're just and she says look all these things break and go bad, and I'm the common denominator. And I do mm. like that about her album, of her acknowledging it's like, oh, I might be the problem. Like, truly. Like, I, I may be. And I think Taylor has allowed all of us to be like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah. It's me. You know? And so I, that's what I'm really excited about, this album. And so there, the, the album is called What Now? And it comes out February 2nd.
0: Okay. I'm excited to listen. I love uh, – I remember uh, – what was the – what was the HBO show, uh, Pretty Little Lies? No, God, yes. I always do that. Pretty Little Big Liars should be the crossover. We all agree on that. <laughs> Big, Little Lies. That's right, played, Big Little Lies. When they played, when that like six year old had the best playlist ever, ever. And had Alabama Shakes on it. I was like, what, what is happening right
1: now? Question. I saw a tweet this week that said that the if you give me an Apple Music playlist, that's like texting me with a green
0: bubble. Yeah, I Does mean, that, that feels, feels right. That feels it very is right.
1: I'm just fascinated by the people using Apple Music.
0: I honestly like, didn't. What,
1: why is Apple Music not even the most popular thing for an Apple phone user? It's weird, right? I don't
0: think I knew you could make playlists. I don't know that I knew that Apple Music was a thing anymore. I honestly well, didn't know that.
1: It is still around. And people make playlists, and but it didn't have a wrap. And it just doesn't have a marketing team. I don't understand why no one's trying to make Apple Music happen. Not even Apple.
0: Does Pandora have playlists? I'll ask Christiana at our next meeting. I'll be like, do you have a playlist from Pandora and will you send it to us? Because we want to see it.
1: Again, again, Christiana at our company
0: uses solely Pandora (laughs) to listen to music. I actually, that makes more sense than Apple. Apple is lukewarm and Jesus is going to spit you out his mouth because it it doesn't, you're, you're a person without a country. I don't understand what you're doing. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner. This year, let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an aura frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, But it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code POPCAST at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, Small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that, if left unchecked, can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago. Making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcast pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast pod. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even Penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy, but y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super pumped to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story, like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All quince items are priced 50 to 80% Less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com pop for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com. POP.
0: Alright, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4pm and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end of year activities, I always have a Chomp Stick with me. They're also allergy friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they wanna take it with them. Chomp Sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller Chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com popcast. Go to chomps.com popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's chomp slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. I'm going to smooch. My last smooch for February is uh, I want people to smooch. traders and survivors. Ah, yes. Okay. We have trader Season okay. 2 happening right now as we speak. Okay. Um, Alan Cumming is like being fashionable and mysterious as we literally sit here and speak in a mansion in Scotland. Later right. this month, at the end, Jeff Probst will be rugged and American with a new cast of survivors um, in Fiji. Okay. And they are, for, for just a few glorious moments, they're going to overlap. The Venn diagram of reality TV will be perfect and complete. Um, and you'll have, like, the beginning of Survivor and the end of Traders. And I only say that because Survivor, we talked about, blah, 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 whatever. It's a good show. You should watch it. Traders, I think I greenlit it uh, the, the first season uh, last year. Trader season two, let me just say, they up the ante Better. with this cast list. It is, I'm, I'm just going to read you some people. Okay. They did a good job of, like, grouping uh, uh, people from the same shows. With with uh, baggage together, so you have uh, Parvati Shallow, Sandra Ortiz. They're like the, uh, the queens of of Survivor. You oh, got okay. P four times. He's just in the mix, which is a beautiful <gasps> I thing. I Love that
1: he's there. Yeah, I just
0: love that he's there too. You've got um, CT and Johnny Bananas from the challenge, which yeah. is just immense and excellent. You have a bunch of Real Housewives. I don't know them. Um, they seem really good at what they do, which is chaos. Phaedra, like that's
1: that. the one I know is Phaedra. Phaedra, Phaedra's she's
0: there. having a great season. There's, and then randomly, there's a former British po- uh, politician, no reality show experience. Oh. He just was in politics, so he's there. Um, and wow, but, but the 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 piece de resistance is, so the show has Michael Jordan's son, okay, Marcus Jordan. They also right. have Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, okay. <gasps> Scottie Pippen was Michael Jordan's um, co-pilot on some of the best Bulls teams of all time. His yes. ex-wife. His ex-wife and Michael Jordan's son are banging, and they're together. No way! And I just, if someone had told me that 20 years ago, and said, like, my my 12-year-old or whatever, I don't do math, but whatever age I was, they yeah. would be like, Michael Jordan's son and Scottie Pippen's wife will be having a sexual relationship, and they will be on a reality TV show for you to watch. I just don't know how to process that. How
1: old is... Uh, how old is his son? Like
0: I don't know. I don't um, know. Yeah, I, I would say, I would say early thirties. And Larsa Pippen, I would say when she was with Scotty, she's probably on the younger side. Uh, that's just an educated guess. You know, I'm
1: looking right now. Larsa P- Pippen is 49 years old.
0: Okay. Okay. So you know, so, and she's been preserved so well. Bad. So i am just, it's just Oh,
1: Marcus Jordan is 32. I do like that. His, uh, on the Wikipedia, it has a column called notability mm. and his is fashion entrepreneur. Yep. It's like when they say Jeff Bezos, ex-wife is an author. It's yeah. Like, is she? She is okay. absolutely
0: hundred <laughs> percent. It's just, it's really well-crafted intrigue. Um, uh, they do a good job of like changing the game a little bit. So I think if you, if you like reality TV strategy, um, you've got a perfect setup here by catching up on traders, finishing it up and then going straight into Survivor and like your spring is set. Um so I think that's a good plan. And
1: look, we don't need every show to be heavy lifting. Sometimes we just want to watch a show, also be looking at our phone yeah. and enjoy a good time. Like that's how yeah. we want to spend a Tuesday night. So I,
0: I will say this. Uh my, this is not a spoiler, um, but there there's a there's a conversation at a table in traders. Okay. And okay. it was it was the most elite uh, psychological warfare I'd ever seen. Because a contestant accused one of the mystery bad people of being an alpha male. And so all of the male contestants were in Checkmate because they wanted to be seen as a alpha male. Yeah. But if you do that, you do throw suspicion on yourself and get uh, the potential of getting voted out. Meanwhile, no one spoke to PD four times and considered him an alpha male. Wasn't in the conversation. He tried to interject, but they were like, "Pop bop. The adults are talking, sir, please go. <laughs> they
1: they would have been like, uh, call Barb and find out if you're an alpha male. Cause she would tell right. you you're not.
0: Um. It was one of my favorite moments of reality TV. Uh, in a oh, long that's time, perfect. So. Um, okay. Jamie, let's talk about Mary's for the month of February. Um, I'll start off. I'll go fast here. This is a show. It's called Shogun. Uh, it's on FX Hulu, you know, whatever you fancy between that. Um, but it's a, uh, historical drama. It's a limited series. It's based on a James Clavell uh, novel, uh, uh, about the same name, uh, from 1975. Um, and let me just hit you with like, here are the temple character premises. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. You got the collision of two ambitious men from different worlds. You have okay. a mysterious female samurai. You have an Ooh. English sailor named John Blackthorne, who's a risk taker. He's shipwrecked in Japan. Lord Toranaga, a powerful kind of, um, consider him a feudal lord. Um, who has political rivals like a little finger and then lady Mariko, uh, a woman who has invaluable skills. She uh, has a dishonorable family and she's trying to prove her value and her allegiance. Does any of that sound interesting to you?
1: No, all of that, all of that, all of it. I am into it. And I'm looking right now at the cast. Everyone is hot. Holy moly.
0: Everyone's super hot. And I think, you know, I, the reason I want to talk about this, I've seen the uh, promotion uh, a lot, you know, in the, in the couple, last couple weeks it looks like a billion dollars. It looks so oh, good. Yeah. And I, I want to encourage people to marry it because um, I th- there are a lot of people behind the scenes, a lot of the writers, uh, a lot of the directors, like Frederick Toy uh, is one of the main directors. He did The Boys. He did Watchmen, The Terminalist. He did Lost. Like these, th- This isn't just like flimsy IP that we hope like people like. These are professional TV makers, and it, th- they've made an incredible uh, uh, product. But I think th- sometimes there can be some cultural hesitation that goes into period piece, um, uh, anything Asian because people are like, I don't understand how, how does this intersect with Jesus or George Washington? You know, like, <laughs> underst- help me with that. Right. Um, but I, I think similar to, to, uh, British TV, you know, both comedies, but also probably legal procedures, I would say, um, we really quickly acclimated to those and now it's just like secondhand. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Like, let's do a, um, a happy Valley or let's do a, uh, such brave girls. And it's a, it's a no brainer. I think we've gotten stuff like pachinko, beef, squid game, parasite. I'm I'm generalizing, you know, uh, the definition of Asian, obviously, but I I think hopefully that's made people more comfortable with um, maybe being out of your comfort zone with like Samurais or 10th uh, uh, century um, Japan or Korea or China Um, and, and, and understanding like it doesn't have to have an NCIS or CSI or like a Chris in it to be something worth spending some time with.
1: I know, but if you are like, well, but what will we do without the white people? Don't worry. They got a British guy to play yeah. John Blackthorne. And so you'll have a comfort, you'll have a comfort white that you yeah. can look at every so often and then enjoy the rest of the
0: show. You got a little binky whitey. You got a little binky whitey. Okay. It's going to, it's going to, he's going to walk you in. And does then you every can get,
1: show need a binky whitey? I
0: think we it does. I do think shows that are not natively like European or yeah. American. We need to start looking for the binky whitey because there's always a binky whitey like Martin Freeman and Black Panther is a binky whitey, right?
1: A binky whitey for sure. Like it, we either call it binky whitey or we call it as we know, Mork.
0: But yeah, like I did. And, and also like samurais are knights. Okay. Samurais are oh. like medieval knights. So if you're like uncomfortable, better,
1: like better,
0: the cooler, cooler costume, uh, but it's cooler. the same thing. So if you like knights, if you feel like like uh, King Arthur and Lancelot, like you'll like samurais. So just like, don't be weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, what are you marrying for February?
1: Okay, so mine is also a TV show. Uh, The show is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Guys, I'm so excited. So this is an upcoming spy comedy TV series created by Francesca Sloan and Donald Glover, our beloved Donald Glover. It's based on the 2005 film that ruined Jennifer Aniston's life. Uh, and maybe kind of ruin Angelina Jolie's life if you're gonna think about it. But no matter, uh, Brad Pitt leaves bodies everywhere where he goes. So, uh, but what I love about this is uh, this this premieres this week, February second. We were sent screeners, so I was able to watch some episodes. I cannot get over it because when this was first announced, it was supposed to be Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller Bridge, right? And I was overwhelmed by how excited I was because I think Donald Glover has chemistry with everybody like male female young old babies dogs everybody yeah and I was so excited but then Phoebe Waller-Ridge left over creative differences with Donald Glover and I'm mad at myself red light to me for being sad thinking that maybe like that Donald had done something wrong. Sure. Which, again, we're learning. It's Black History Month. Sometimes it's the white person who's the problem. And <laughs> I think in this case it was. Because they brought in Maya Erskine, which I think was an like an unconventional choice because she was the star of Pen15. And if you've seen that show, that green light that I love on Hulu, you see her in this trailer and you're like, so you are you supposed to be Angelina Jolie? And listen, her in an interview recently said, hey, I looked at Angelina Jolie too and said, oh no, I can't be her. <laughs> So, I have to do something different in the show. And listen, their chemistry, butter knife. Like, it's so ridiculously fantastic. I was not prepared how sexy they are together. And there's something comforting about it not being, which I think Phoebe Waller Bridge is not classically hot either. Sure. So, I think there is something lovely about like more normal looking people, all, as normal as either of these two people can be. But um, again, it's two spies are paired up to pretend to be a married couple as John and Jane Smith. And here's the fun thing same thing you talked about earlier. We get some uh murderers row, uh, even though we're anti-murder, murderers mm-hmm. row cameos in Parker Posey, Michaela Cole, Paul Dano, Alexander Skarsgard, and Sarah Paulson. They're showing up in the show in kind of some of the funnest ways. Sharon Horgan, who we love here at the so PMG. Good. So uh, I highly recommend it. it so this, this starts this week on Amazon Prime. That's where you can watch it. And all the episodes uh, launch. So you're going to want to watch this. You're going to love it.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm going to green light. Or not green light. I'm going to uh, marry a, a book. Um, this is a nonfiction book. Um, it's called Fluke by Brian uh, Kloss, I think. Uh, he's a social scientist. He writes for The Atlantic. Uh, and essentially, um, he does a deep dive on... Uh, randomness of chance, of okay. the structure and the order of chaos. Um, and uh, so I think, you know, I, I listened to him on a podcast uh, on plain English with Derek Thompson recently, and he was talking about that. Stanley Cups uh, yes. and like why. And he, they explained, uh, I, I, along with Amanda Mole, um, they explained like why Stanley Cups are a thing. And the, you know, too long didn't listen is some of it is choices people made intentional choices. A lot of it is just random chance. And I like that idea. I've always been fascinated with how much of, how much of the things that happen are because specific things were happening. Like the great man theory of history is it because a great man arose and did something, or is it just like a, a, a constellation of factors and conditions that allow something to happen? I've always felt like the latter. Um, and Brian, Cl- I think he, uh, this book is kind of, kind of caught, uh, talk through that a little bit, uh, just with the random things that had big, you know, butterfly uh, effect uh, influences. So, uh, you know, there's probably a big old nerd alert uh, on this for some people. uh, But if you do find yourself inclined uh, by uh, a book with a topic like this, I think you'll really enjoy Fluke by Brian Closs.
1: No, I really want to read this. I've already uh, pre-held it at the library. I really want to read it. Look, Stanley Cups, real quick. Do you see about the lead? Hey, if you're listening and listen, if you're listening, stop it. You're ruining everything. Stop it.
0: Wait, they wait, t- I'm sorry. They, are you talking to Stanley or are you talking about people who are s- talking about the lead in Stanley?
1: I'm talking about the people who are like, I'm tested this for lead. Listen, they've explained it to you. They're like, the lead is underneath. You're not, you have no exposure to the lead, but now everybody's freaking out. And I think, to be honest, Simple Modern and Yeti are uh, like, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. They also have lead in theirs too, guys. You, they all have lead. That's how the vacuum works. I don't understand what you're saying. But you're not exposed to the lead. Here's what makes me mad. It's the same people who are like, did you know there are preservatives in this? Yes. That's why we can wear this foundation for a year. But now we can't anymore because you all lost your minds and convinced them. And now my foundation lasts four days. And then it's like, it smells because we couldn't put any preservatives in it. It makes me so mad. I get it. I get it. Some of you. But the problem is you're removing it for the rest of us who are like, I would rather die with this cup. Yeah, from lead, then have to use something else. Stop yeah. ruining everything.
0: It's the the unfair removal of nuance is is yes. is difficult, but also at the same time, um, I do I just like I just being honest. There's a conspiratorial aspect of me of being like, no, there's lead, but it's too, it's cool, it's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> I do think, huh? Should what I, if I? Should I worry? <laughs>
1: What if I told you that the person who found the lead, quote, found the lead, is a an account called Lead Safe Mama?
0: Well, it's there in the name. In Mama, just completely, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't believe you anymore. When you and say listen, that, listen,
1: lead is bad. We're not. I'm not here. I'm not pro lead. Lead, yeah. but I'm like, is it the safe use of lead? It just, again, I can't. I cannot. With people read one study and listen, you don't even read a study. You just let Lead Safe Mama tell you something. And yeah. then you're like, Well, that is what it is. This episode is brought to you by Pair Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April twenty fifth, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the fourth. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate our two dust to you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that pair eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the Force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames? (sighs) So satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans, and whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair, and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig.
0: Mary of February. Uh, Jamie, do you have another one before we move on? I
1: have one Mary, and it's a quick one. It's Diablo Cody. She has a brand new movie coming out February 9th called Lisa Frankenstein. I am in. It stars somebody who I think is, it's almost like the Mia Goth of like horror comedy, Okay, whereas Mia Goth is just scary and horror. sad.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then uh, Catherine Newton from Freaky that you loved, yep. Catherine Newton, uh, she is starring in this fresh take on... Frankenstein, but it's set in the eighties. It is a horror comedy. It's directed by Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' daughter. It's her Mm. directorial debut, and it's uh, the story of young love, a teenager and her crush. God, we got Cole Sprouse. I don't know why I'm drawn to him. Okay, I just am obsessed. I'm a little obsessed with him, and I'm not healthy. It's not healthy. He's grown. I'm not obsessed with little Cole Sprouse. I'm obsessed. obsessed Do you feel? Do
0: you find yourself when you have to clarify? He's grown. Does that like make it? Weird for you? Does that, is that like know, a little bit? Because hezy I think sometimes when,
1: well, because I think some people forget that he's grown up and they're like, you're into that twin from the mm. hotel. And it's yeah. like, no, I'm not into the twin from the hotel. Although yeah. identical twins are better than paternal twins. But right. uh, Cole, I like that they're like, he, because he happens to be a corpse in this movie. And I like yeah. that too. He's a sexy corpse. I've seen the footage. I am impressed. Yeah. So, uh, so it's a Diablo Cody month. So I'm recommending you marry. Uh, her IMDb.
0: um okay let's go to kills of february uh this is a tv show um that nobody wanted even when they announced it no one was like awesome and especially now no one's interested in it it's the walking dead colon the ones who live (laughs) and honestly when i watched this so it's coming at the end of this month it's gonna be on amc it's rick and michonne and you know it's oh, their story. They got separated. They were love. They were lovers. I think our lovers. Maybe it's just like they are lovers. Yeah. yeah. But they but they're apart, right? So they're looking for each other. Can't find anybody. Um. And th- this felt a little embarrassing. And it reminded me of so the the, the in the bear the the fishes and fishes episode where Odenkirk's character is um, uh, yelling at uh, John whatever uh, Bernthal about like, you tell the same story over and over. No one likes it. No one needs this. Stop doing it. That's what this trailer felt like. No one likes this. You've done this before. Like, I've seen you stab zombie heads through a gate infinite times. I don't need that. And that's 25% of this trailer. Um, Honestly, the the trailer is, zombies getting stabbed in the face through a fence. Mirror art. Um, John Locke in a Monica Lewinsky military beret. That's real. Uh, And Rick looking sad. They almost got me with John Locke back in the building. For sure. I'll be honest. I'll be vulnerable. Okay. I have I have weak spots. Everyone does. I saw that I was like, oh, oh, I'm listening and I'm interested. But then it's just I I feel like zombies and dystopias have, have evolved so much and gotten so much more interesting and creative.
1: Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think Andrew Lincoln had his lunch money stolen? By Tony Goldwyn, because they feel like Man, the same maybe. person. They feel like the same person. Now let let me be clear. Uh, Tony Goldwyn, he you know, Scandal obviously, obviously, sure. But then he kind of like was in Divergent, but like only minimally, and then, but then he was in Oppenheimer.
0: Now Tony Goldwyn's never had like the the centerpiece thing no. that Andrew Lincoln has like, with The Walking Dead, right. and for for a minute like it was you know cultural phenomenon, but it it just it does feel like Andrew Lincoln either had it stolen. Or just, you know, left home with the doors unlocked for a couple weeks and then walked in and was like, I'm surprised my lunch has been stolen because I've been in The Walking Dead forever. And I don't know if it's Deal with the Devil. I don't know if it's – I signed a lifetime contract with AMC to be Rick. Oh, Um, maybe so. But it's just – this is not interesting anymore, you know? Because I made a list of like three shows I'd rather watch. Okay. Like show spinoffs that I would be more interested in in watching than this, okay? And it's um, Caillou in college, you know, like, <laughs> like what's his major? Yes. What fraternity is he interested in? Where did he go? Is it SEC school? What's like, is he into intramurals? I just, I don't like Caillou. I'm not interested, but I would be more interested in that. Um, we've had regular middle-aged Sheldon. We've had young Sheldon. <laughs> yes. Let's go old. Let's close <gasps> the loop, baby. Let's go trilogy style. Sheldon,
1: yay. And
0: then lastly, I'm actually kind of interested in this. Um, you know, Gilmore girls, big deal, right? People love Gilmore girls. They they freaking do. What if we had golden Gilmore girls? Okay. (gasps) Let's just get them older. Just old, kind of like old Sheldon. What's Alexis Bledel doing? I don't know. Just her and You know what she could do? She
1: could break up some marriages in the home.
0: Okay. That's what she could do. It could either be that and they're older. Um, they could be middle-aged. They could be elderly or it could be Alexis Bledel. She works in a retirement home among old people. And like that, and then she meets a love interest and she ruins someone's marriage. You know, it has an Which affair.
1: Which is her character's vibe. So and yeah. no. Maybe I'm it's the that. guy in
0: the backwards hat. He's in the old home and she feels like she's got to take care of him or something.
1: I'm going to watch all three of those instead of Walking Dead, colon, the ones who maybe lived.
0: Come on. Right? Come on, MC, you're better. Because you
1: know it. that in that show, they're not going to get the two of them together for seven seasons.
0: That's right. And then they will. And then and they'll I'm separate not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, no I don't need I'm that. I'm not doing that. Okay, what is the last thing you want to kill?
1: It's just Valentine's Day. Guys, I love love. I love dating. I love pheromones. I love it. Uh, for example, one of our staffers, Terrence Jackson, got married to beautiful Lauren, who maybe, are we the reason they're married? Maybe. Uh, Terrence was a guest on a uh, Patreon episode of Faith Adjacent. And in that episode, he did a Q&A about being single. And he said, why don't you slide into those DMs if anybody's listening? And Lauren did. And they got married this weekend <laughs> and they are,
0: I think 33% responsible. That has, to, it be has us, to be, you know, listen,
1: she is a Gorgina doctor. And, uh, the best part of this wedding was when Terrence came down the aisle because he couldn't kind of walk in from the side. So we had to go down the aisle to take his place. Raucous applause. Everybody applauded. I was like, how many grooms get applauded? How, when they're so beloved. So congratulations to Lauren and Terrence on our team, we're so excited. But for me, look, here's the thing. Those are good things about love. Here's what's going to happen on Valentine's Day. We're going to get some daddy-daughter date photos. We're going to get some posts of people's weddings with the caption, forever lover, forever Valentine. Now, if you say lover, I'm okay with it. But if you say forever Valentine, you're out. As a reminder, like Knox said, this is a uh, corporate holiday. And again, its origins, just as a quick reminder, come from February 13th to the 15th, the Romans would celebrate the feast of Lupercalia, and the men would sacrifice a goat and a dog, and then they would whip women with the hides of the animals they had just slain, and the young women would line up because they believed it would make them fertile. So unless you're doing that with your lover, I don't want to see your Valentine's post. I don't want to see them. Yeah. Kill them all.
0: Either be real or stop it. It's ridiculous. Be real
1: and be like, Um, hey, today my dog threw up in our car. And my child tried to poke my eye out. And yeah. uh my husband came at me and I pushed him away. <laughs> like it just was wow. too much energy. That's a
0: dramatic day, honestly. Like two two members of the family tried to assault this woman, you know. <laughs> I feel like is that's she every okay? mother
1: everywhere. They're like, I'm constantly just yeah. keeping people away from me. Just trying.
0: Do we just do an ad for be real? Not a sponsor, fake ad, but be real. Be real. Be real. Thank you for supporting our episode and our company. Thank you. Couple things. I want this is gonna sound like, like a baby man thing. Yeah. Well, I like applauding grooms. Yes. Let's bring applauding grooms back. I think that's Please. cool. It was never here. Let's just like start it. Because I uh, also
1: applauded the bride. We also applauded the bride, but I've never heard anybody applaud the groom.
0: I mean, generally speaking, don't you like it when people get applauded in public?
1: Oh, it's always a win.
0: Like pilots when they land the plane. No, right? Not exactly. Men. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> that was called a trap. <laughs> and, Dang it! <laughs> I'll dare you! Uh, and then, so we're bringing back Lover um applaud grooms applaud pilots (laughs) i i love that i think that's a great message for the episode Uh, today. that's that's great yeah if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions please let us know noxg.com slash 541 all right jamie you want to do some lights
1: (gasps) let's do some lights
0: All right, what is your red light this week?
1: Okay, my red light this week is Tree Pain. Hear me out. I'm actually pro-Taylor in this discussion. I'm actually pro-Taylor all the time. I listened to Taylor Swift this morning, and Mm. I went to her concert, and it's the best concert I've ever been to. I'm pro-Taylor. The lady is
0: protesting quite Stop it.
1: (laughs) Okay, but here's why. I think Tree Pain needs to be red lit for what she has created. Okay, here's a quick overview. The Eras tour resumes its 2024 run in Tokyo Next week, February 7th, and she's gonna do uh, she's gonna perform, okay? And in her time person of the year interview, she said, Taylor said, the day after a show run, because normally in, in her 2023 runs, it was three shows in a row, almost always, three shows in a row. And she performs for three hours straight, multiple outfit changes. she plays instruments, she sings, she sort of dances. It's a whole thing now. She said the day after a show run, I take to the bed. I I just get up, get food, take it right back to the bed because Mm -hmm. my body is broken and my voice is gone. And so I have to protect it for the next weekend's run. Now, those were when she's doing three shows in a row. When she goes in Tokyo next week, she's doing four shows in a row, four back to back. And you know what? All of America has decided that we got to get Taylor from Tokyo on February 10th to Las Vegas on February 11th, or she doesn't really love that man. Okay. Now, first of all, she's going to be there. Now I know that. I know she's going to be at the Super Bowl. She's got
0: to be there, right?
1: She's an Enneagram three and you got a contract to fulfill. So you got to be there. Do you know what? And then, and the NFL will get her there. Like they will do whatever it takes. But my issue with this is, uh, it's a 17 hour time difference. Now it does work in her favor. If you've ever seen the West wing, you know that. That she's gonna be able to. She's heading east, so that will work in her favor. She does own two private jets, but only one of them has enough fuel capacity to make that in one trip. And then, so they were like, "Well, she could leave at midnight in Tokyo, and because of the time change, she would land in Las Vegas around five thirty p.m. the day before the Super Bowl." Okay. Again, seventeen hour dime difference has done four shows in a row. It's thing. And then the account manager. This is what I found interesting. At this private jet account manager said. Well, I don't know where she's going to land because there are no open slots. I have four clients trying to land in Las Vegas the weekend of the Super Bowl, and they cannot get clearance. There That's are where I no... feel like
0: the NFL will be like, yeah, the NFL we will got sign clearance spot. That's yeah. right.
1: So I'm not worried about that. And uh, and then the crazy part is, this is what we're demanding of Taylor to entertain us. We are demanding that she do four shows, do a 17 hour time difference, fly 10 and a half hours, show up wear that TNT diamond bracelet he gave her and Mm -hmm. then make her get back on a plane. And she has to fly back to Australia and do seven shows in 10 days.
0: Okay. Let me, let me push back uh, a little bit. Are we demanding that or did they do this? Did they make this bed and now it's going to be rough to lay in it.
1: Well, it's interesting because one thing the Paramount uh, Jet guy said, he goes, uh, now, if they've reserved this, the it if they had reserved it in the fall, then they'll have a slot. And I thought, oh, did they reserve it in the fall? Oh, did wow. the NFL know that the Kansas City Chiefs would win at all once they signed a contract with Taylor Swift to help
0: support? I wish. I wish they told me.
1: I can. Believe you? I cannot believe you bet against the Kansas City Chiefs, knowing you told me. La-
0: I asked you. I asked you in the lights last episode. I said, "Hey, you and Aaron." I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet on the Ravens." Blah blah. You're like, "That's a good idea." I'm gonna play the clip right here. I'm gonna insert it right here. I've already bet a hundred dollars on the Ravens. I can't. I don't no, know that it's I can Ravens. stop myself. I did cash out because once oh, I okay. saw. Look, here's the thing. The NFL didn't even need to do anything to this because the Ravens just pooped the bed and it rolled around. Oh, it. So okay. they didn't even need to do anything weird.
1: Yeah, I, I know. But
0: I, I think on, on the jet lag, I would spin zone it and just be like anything over six is basically like just disorientation. So 17, 48 hour jet lag time zone difference. It's all the same at that point. You're basically in a new day.
1: Anyway, I don't like tree pain treating Taylor like this. That's a lot of work. But I, hopefully she's getting paid. I hope she's she's getting paid.
0: The thing is, like, if she was just like, I'm busy, so I'm not going to be there because I take priority, I think everybody would understand it. But there's just no way she's turning down an opportunity.
1: Well, there's no way she's turning down that opportunity. It is a big deal. And I do think, like, there's a part of her that's like, I kind of like that the dads, brads, and chads have to put up with me. I think there's... And I would feel the same way. I'd be like, yeah, they're here for me. They're not here for your stupid game. (laughs) So... And the ratings are up like the ratings are higher because she's there. I get it.
0: I I talked about this with Jason on over underachievers, but um, if you're getting mad about Taylor Swift being at the game and they're cutting away to Taylor Swift there again, there's only 11 minutes of action in a game. They have to cut away to stuff. Isn't it cool to go to a celebrity that's better than the owner or someone else or a sponsor. And we were talking about how it'd be cool if every team had like a signature celebrity like the Hunger Games, <gasps> yes. like reverse. And it's just like, that's the that's the really famous person that this team cuts away to every single time. And like their entrance to the stadium is like a big deal. Is there anybody
1: famous with the 49ers?
0: Um, Affiliated?
1: Any wives or girlfriends or fans even? The,
0: the problem is you've gotten maybe one of the top 5 most famous people in the the known world.
1: No, for sure. To
0: be yeah. uh, so it's like it's hard to be like here's Joel McHale, you know. <laughs> it just doesn't hit the same, but no, like I not. would, you know, I would maybe zigzag kind of deal and go it's McLovin. What's up? You know, unconventional. <gasps> I don't know. I would I just, like Taylor
1: and McLovin to share a suite.
0: <laughs> yeah. They they do like the coin flip, you know, like they have like a nice, a fun little bet with each other at yeah, the beginning. I don't we know. We're that. just, you know, just ideas. Know. Okay, um, what's your okay. red light? My red light is uh, it's a question, right? And uh, is Smartless the podcast worth one hundred million dollars over <laughs> three years for Sirius XM? Uh, before we start recording, uh, the news just dropped that they signed a deal to leave Amazon and Wondery to go with uh, Sirius for $100 million over three years. So according to my calculations, let me be really quick, I'll just like, that's 33 million-ish a year. Yeah. Do you think a podcast about three famous guys talking over their guest will generate that per year?
1: Um. No, 100% no. I don't know mm. what Sirius is, uh, like, I don't know Sirius's deal. Listen, when people tell me, when I hear anyone reference a Sirius channel, I think, "Yeah, what? That's like saying Apple Music. What are you yes. even talking about?" L- Listen, there's probably a Venn diagram where people who have Apple Music also love Sirius. I don't yeah. know if that's true. Um, let us know. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will let us know. <laughs> but like Sirius feels like who's listening to Sirius? I thought we just all bought cars, list uh, had that for ninety days, and right? then unsubscribed. Like. I I didn't know we listened. Then you're like, I'll, I'll
0: never know how to get Yacht Rock ever again because the the ninety days is over and I'll have to like just go without it. Just it doesn't make sense. I, is this a is this a shareholder deal? Like where like when Fox signed Tom Brady to become a uh, a color analyst last year and like a five year deal for a hundred billion dollars or whatever? It was like, is this really going to happen or is it just like to goose the price? I don't know. Um, but like I think more importantly. I don't care if they make that money back or not. I'm just glad they're not with Amazon slash Wondery anymore Yeah, because all Wondery the, all sucks. All the good
1: ones left. Yeah. That's all right. All the good ones left. So
0: we we left Wondery uh, several months ago, not necessarily because we wanted to. No. We were frustrated with some of their ad tech because my fourth grader's teacher, her homeroom spreadsheet in Excel was like light years more advanced than Wondery's technology That's to correct. let us know what ads we'd booked. Um, so whatever but they stopped selling ads for us with no notice. This was like a, it's like a 70% drop in our ad sales revenue across like six months. We're still feeling it. But look, you can you can change directions. You can make decisions, whatever. We're not entitled to anything. But I think the the bigger problem was at the end of our relationship with them, they refused to respond an email, refused to answer a phone call, refused to communicate with us in any way. And I, I think that's why a lot of times people talk about podcasting being in disarray. And I think it is because no one treats it like a real business. You are throw a hundred million dollars at you know, three aging comedians uh, and hope like it works. Uh, at one point I was negotiating with Lex Friedman about what our ad rates should be. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that. I don't know yeah. what his capacity was with right. Wondery, but we were talking about rates and contracts and I never spoke to him again. It was one conversation. He never spoke to me again. I never spoke to him again. It just, it didn't make sense. Um, so I, I have no ill will against Smartless, um, but I just, I like the idea of Wondery. In Amazon, I just I hope they have a bad day. I hope they have a really bad day right now. I hope their I hope their Keurig needs to be descaled, you know, inconveniently. Oh, like and it's
1: got nine. little, yeah, and it, and they can't do it. It keeps giving them an error, and so they can't get it.
0: I've never felt more ill-equipped for this life than when my Keurig was like, "You needed to scale me," and I was just like, "That involves vinegar, doesn't it? I can't do that." What are you talking about?
1: No, you just buy like, a new Keurig. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> you just buy a new Keurig.
0: Isn't that? I mean. That's how adults handle it's it. It's not great so. for the
1: environment. Let me be clear. That's not great yeah, for the environment. Yeah, but cures aren't
0: really either. So, like, if you're in for a penny and for a pound, and, basically. And listen,
1: don't at me if any of you have bought a new printer when you ran out of ink. Do not yeah. at me. I know you did. Mm. So don't act like you didn't. That's right.
0: I don't I don't have three pin- printers in this room for that exact reason. <laughs> Anyways, what's your green light, Jamie?
1: Okay. I have two green lights. The first is a TV series called The Artful Dodger. I kept getting ads for this, but I was like, I don't know if I can buy. Uh, Thomas Brody Sangster the little boy oh. from Love Actually although he Is grown up how you doing he Is grown I have a lo- this episode's Weird I'm not I don't like the tone that I've taken with all the children actors you Now I grown up You know I what feel good about it's, it. it
0: it's good that you Said it not okay, me good. right
1: okay, good. <laughs> Listen okay but here's The thing Thomas Brody Sangster was in The 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 Queen's Gambit and he was yeah. a little Sexy in that And so this fit perfectly. So it is an Australian TV show. It is uh, a sequel to Oliver Twist, the novel by Charles Dickens. Um, And he plays the artful Dodger. Um, And then David Thewlis, like David Thewlis is the guy that you see in some, and you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad he's here. Cause he's just a great character actor. He plays Fagan. It's an eight uh, episode series. Uh, Jack Dawkins, who Thomas plays, he is a former Royal Navy surgeon. Um, He kind of, Becomes this respectable doctor in this uh up and coming town, uh but he was also once a pickpocket, and uh his secrets are about to become known, and there's a fun romance in it that really does it's just excellent. it's a slow burn, it's so good, it has a raucous energy. It is pretty gruesome because we are uh uh we are removing legs in the eighteen fifties. So okay. just know that there is, a, and I mean, they are doing close-ups. They're like, did you see it? Did you see where he cut the, the bone? Did mm. you see it? So just know that. But this is a very fun show. I, lo- I was so sad when it was over. I was like, I need another season, like immediately. Um, And then my second green light is connected to, again, we were on Currently Reading Podcast, and we got to talk about our f- five favorite books of 2023 and some fun other bookish things. And in that episode, I talked about a book I had was reading that I was loving, and it is My Green Light, which is Everyone on This Train is a Suspect by Benjamin Stevenson. If you listen, if you've been here a minute, I give a green light to his first novel, Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone, which is just a fun, like if you're looking for uh, a thriller that's cozy and a murder that's cozy, murders are cozy. In the winter, mm-hmm. they they don't happen as well, much. But
0: they do happen more in the summer. That's we, right. We <laughs> so that. these
1: murders are cozy, unlike summer murders, which are brutal. Um, so if you like Richard Osman, you will love this book. But I do recommend that you read the first book, because this is a continuation. Ernest Cunningham, who is the protagonist in the first book, he's back. He is now in a murder mystery happening on a train because he's going to a writing festival that happens on a train, and he's with these other authors on a panel, and one of the authors is murdered, and the remaining authors turn into both detectives and suspects. It's so funny. Benjamin Stevenson is a stand-up. And he's a great writer and he writes very funny, which is hard to do in fiction. And so it's a great book. I highly recommend it.
0: Um, my green light this week is a movie. Uh, it is, uh, I randomly saw that it was going to be, uh, in my city, uh, last week and I was so excited. It's American fiction. Um, for American fiction, it was one of those, it's like the zone of interest or zone of interest. I've, uh, have such high expectations. Yes. Uh, and th- when that happens, usually I get a little worried you know, going into it is like, will it meet my expectations? Uh, and this certainly did. It also super subverted expectations, uh, in a big way, uh, American fiction. It's, um, uh, based on a book, uh, and it, so it's, it's adapted, but it's from Core Jefferson, uh, who directed and, uh, uh wrote it, uh, Cor Jefferson, uh, I think was a blogger and then he wrote for the good place, wrote for Watchmen, wrote for several other shows. Uh, so this is his debut, uh, in terms of, uh, features, uh, but it follows Jeffrey Wright, uh, as a, Frustrated, but very talented novelist who, uh, is, is kind of done with establishment publishing profiting from black mm, entertainment stories, um, as reality when it's kind of heightened versions of what white audiences want to, uh, read and hijinks ensue when he panders to that, uh, and it unexpectedly uh, gets a lot of momentum. The thing I didn't realize about this movie was secretly it's super heartful. And it kind of oh. uh, obviously I won't spoil anything, but um, there's a, it, this is really kind of a family drama um, that's hidden a little bit um, by like, almost like cloistered by the premise, which is a great sticky premise. Um, but it gets you into this really elegant family drama um, with a lot of layers uh, and a lot of pain, but also like a lot of joy. Um, the cast is immense. Tracy Ellis Ross, Issa Ray, John Ortiz. Uh, I've watched him recently from silver lines playbook. Same kind of vibe here. He's uh, uh, infinitely likable, The incomparable Adam Brody shows up and is just, Uh-oh. he's not in it for a long time, but he's in it for a good time. Uh, but um, uh, the the biggest revelation who continues to be a revelation in everything he does is Sterling K. Brown. Um, he is so electric in this. There's almost like Joker vibes, you know, of yeah. like the movie comes alive when he's around and when it's not, it's like, when do we get back to him? because he's so much fun to hang out with. Um, But he's really great. Um, So I urge everybody, check this out. This is one of those original stories we talk about. And the third act really takes some big swings and big chances that your mileage may vary on some people might get frustrated with because it's not conventional. Um, But I appreciate uh, a singular storyteller telling an original story in an unconventional way. Uh, And that's what American fiction is.
1: And it got five Oscar nominations, including Sterling K. Brown.
0: That's right. That's right. Very well deserved. Um, so uh, I look forward to hearing everybody's reactions to uh, American Fiction. That is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you're doing any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase using our affiliate link and for item purchase using that link this week was Jamie. This is a large box of Rice Krispies cereal.
1: Okay. Is it large? Because I went yeah. in it's 12, it's 12 ounces.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, it says in the title large and it on, says large.
1: Like, that's 100% right. It says large, has eight servings. I clicked on the p- picture that shows the nutritional content. I was like, this has eight servings. Guys, this has 4.8 stars with 6,000 global ratings. That's illogical. This box costs $13.99. That's too much. What is happening? The My favorite review acknowledges this. Comes from Steven Lytle, who gave it one star and said, Really? how can a box of Rice Krispies be $13.79? Is there a prize inside? Like, I don't know, a free $10 bill with every purchase <laughs> of a $13.79 box of Rice Krispies. And he ends it, my favorite way of reviews ends with, geez. <laughs> all right, you guys, today, again, as a reminder, is the last day, last day, last day, not of all time, but of our princess collection. I'm not messing with you. So, if you would like to grab our collection that you get to have and own forever and listen to it as anytime you want head to noxandjamie.com slash annual to become an annual best friend of the show i'm jamie golden you can find me on twitter and instagram at jamie b golden
0: i'm Knox coy you can find me on socials at knox mccoy thanks for listening we'll see you next time
1: bye guys